No longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned into His Hardline. Welcome. Glad to have you all here. Don't forget to check out the website, www.hishardline.com. This is the only place where you're going to get God and Jesus Christ mixed in with a little true history of America, mixed in with instructions on how to assemble your nation. We're here to implement solutions that will help restore this republic. But most importantly, we're also here to help America and the rest of the world to invite Jesus Christ into their heart. It's time to take back our nation. It's time to take back our world, ladies and gentlemen. And you can find us here six out of the seven days a week. So be sure to share this with your friends and family. Don't forget, don't forget. Sovereignty itself is, of course, not subject to law, for it is the author and source of law. But in our system, while sovereign powers are delegated to the agencies of government, sovereignty itself remains with the people by whom and for whom all government exists and acts. Welcome to His Heart Line, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get started. <laughs> yeah. Let's get rocking. All right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are the ones that are the host. They are in the captain's chair. They are behind the wheel. Therefore, they are steering the ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all here at His Hard Line. And today on this episode 407, we're going to be doing a reading out of Isaiah chapter 41. And after that, we'll be having a little discussion about the debased matrix confusion that's going on. So welcome. Glad to have you all here. And remember, if you give up your surrender to God, 100% of your life, 100% faith in him, he will steer your personal vessel into that safe harbor so that you can anchor and get your feet on solid dry land and have peace once and for all. So just trust in God. He will steer you. He will get you through these crazy waters. He will guide you through the squalls and the, you know, the wind and, and the, the, the rogue waves. All right. Anything that comes at you, he'll get you through the noise. Forget about the thunder and lightning. Forget about the sideways rain. You're going to get peace. You just got to put your trust and faith in him. 100% surrender. Bottom line, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. So um, there is some audio I'm going to be playing. Hopefully one of them works. There's one, one of them has been acting up for me. Everything else has been solid, but there's one audio piece that's kind of being a little bit of a pain in my rump. So hopefully it decides to play a little later. Um, but for right now, I only have four out of my five working. Don't know why, but eh, you know, whatever. So let's kind of look at the gateway planet real quick, just for a quick moment, just to kind of see what kind of distractive headlines are over there. So let's see here. Top of the list breaking Kevin McCarthy loses third vote for the speaker of the house and Jim Jordan picks up 20 votes update. House adjourned until noon tomorrow. And of course, we all know that's the de facto corporation, by the way, folks. But here's something that you should all know. <clears throat> Even though it is the de facto corporation, there are still some America first individuals in that de facto uh, system. It's very important you know that. So I find that very interesting. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, then you got... Texas Rhino Dan Cranshaw, he declares McCarthy GOP holdouts narcissist and his enemies. Well, 
I got news for you, Mr. Crenshaw. You're going to find yourself at the end of it with all your nonsense and your treasonous activity because I know for a fact that you are not America first. You are a traitor to this nation. Um, let's see here. What else we got here? Oh, this is interesting. Bizarre. And see, ladies and gentlemen, when the news does not get, when it, when you think that yesterday's news couldn't get wackier today says to yesterday, hold my beer. Here's a headline for you. Bizarre man spends $15,000 to turn himself completely into a collie. I guess he decided to be a furry. Hmm. Very interesting. Okay. All right. Twitter files. Okay. Let's see. What is this? What are they hiding? January 6th committee sealed all important videos and documents for 50 years so they can continue to lie about J6 protests and federal involvement. I think we're going to see a little bit more get disclosed from that. Time will tell. Let's see. What else do we have here in the gateway distractive pundit? Let's see what we got here. Jim Jordan continues to gain votes is the obvious choice for the GOP House Speaker. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Okay. Let me go to something else real quick because I did see something that was part of the Gateway Pundit, but I'm not seeing it here. Um, But I did see it earlier on Telegram. Uh, It says right here, it was a video. It says, watch Katie Hobbs sworn into office as uh, at the illegitimate private ceremony. And... She breaks out, I guess, in laughter when asked to swear that she will support the Constitution. Katie Hobbs was sworn into office at a private ceremony on the ninth floor of the Arizona Capitol Executive Tower on Monday. Hmm. I find that very interesting that she decided that it was a laughable moment when asked to swear that she will support the Constitution. That should be a very, very clear indicator, ladies and gentlemen, that there are still some very, very irritating uh, individuals who just don't care about America. And that is just absolutely insane. Uh, What else we got here? I guess another news, this was, uh, and I'm going to, I guess I'll kind of cover this a little bit later in the discussion, but... Uh, I guess there was a Buffalo Bills NFL player who, I guess, passed away on uh, Monday night during a game after a tackle. He's only 24 years old, and some of us can probably guess that because of the NFL's requirement to get the vaccine, I mean, you're not going to be a fit training machine at 24 and go through a basic tackle like that and then you know, have that happen. Uh, Somebody was saying here on the chat, I don't think he passed. I thought I read that somewhere that he did. No, he didn't. Okay. He is on life support. Wow. Okay. So my mistake, I'm glad somebody corrected me on that. Thank you for that. That would be my mother. So I misunderstood that incorrectly. I thought he passed, but the simple fact that he's on life support and he's 24. And again, you know, People can make the, you know, the argument saying, well, you know, maybe he had other, you know, health complications. No, I'm sorry. But just like when somebody goes to get a physical, a DOT physical to be a pilot, which I believe is like every six months because it's very scrutinized. Same thing with the NFL. Same thing with the NFL. You, you, you are very much in shape. They know everything about you inside and out. And there's a big investment in you when, you know, these NFL teams uh, draft these young players. So, I don't know. The fact that this man was 24 years old and just went through a basic tackle, and now he's pretty much, we'll call him brain dead. I mean, because it, like Destry was saying here, it took him over nine minutes before CPR really even happened. So, you know, he's on life support and I, you know, I, we will keep our prayers up for the family of, uh, Damar Hamlin. <clears throat> it's a very, very sad story. Uh, we will definitely keep Damar in our prayers here at the end of the show. So if somebody, you know, put in the chat to remind me just so I don't forget, um, cause you know, God can deliver miracles. So let's hope, let's hope that, uh, he can rebound from this and be great. 
All right. Uh, let me see if there's anything else that I wanted to cover. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, there was. Here's something. So X22 posted this on True Social. And this was also from the Gateway Pundit. Treason. General Mark Milley, our favorite TV general, hid nuke codes from... Uh, let's see here. It says, Mark Milley, according to the book Peril, written by Bob Woodward... General Mark Milley hid the nuke codes from uh, from Donald Trump, from my understanding. I don't know what the actual story is there because I didn't read the book. I'm just kind of, again, glancing at headlines here. But, you know, here's the thing. Um, and Destry was, you know, and I we were kind of talking about this yesterday briefly via text. But, you know, as, as I think we get further along in 2023 here, we're going to start seeing the America first people within the de facto corporate system. Um, they're going to start putting the pressure on some of these treasonous people. And, and he was saying, he goes, you know, I would not be surprised if we start seeing rhinos and Democrats alike in this system, start taking the easy way out. If you know what I mean, because once they start, you know, having investigations and people start coming after them to put them on trial for their treasonous activities. And I think a lot of it is going to have to do with this Brunson case that's i believe um coming up to be i think uh i think it's coming due to be heard in the supreme court or discussed or whatever they do i believe this january 6th if i'm not mistaken so that should be very interesting so but yeah you know what mark milley you are a treasonous individual and you too will probably find yourself at the end of a rope Quick drop, sudden stop, as they say. That is how you deal with treasonous individuals here in the United States of America. All right. Continuing on, I'm just kind of scrolling here. There's something else I thought. There was something else I wanted to say. Eh, maybe maybe I'll, it'll come to me later on. So we are going to be reading out of the book of Isaiah, chapter 41. And then we'll get into the discussion about the debased matrix confusion. So today I'm reading out of the New American Standard Bible, NASB. And it reads, and let's see, this is 29 verses, so not too terrible. And it reads, listen to me in silence, you coastlands, and let the peoples gain new strength. Let them come forward, then let them speak. Let's come together for judgment. Who has stirred one from the east, whom he calls in righteousness to his feet? He turns nations over to him and subdues kings. He makes them like dust with his swords and like the wind-driven chaff with his bow. He pursues them, passing on in safety, and by a way he had not been traversing with his feet. Who was performed and accomplished it? Summoning the generations from the beginning. I, the Lord, am the first, and with the last, I am he. The coastlands have seen and are afraid, and the ends of the earth tremble. They have approached and have come. Each one helps his neighbor and says to his brother, Be strong. So the craftsman encourages the smelter, and he who smooths metal with the hammer encourages him who beats the anvil. Saying of the sold, 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 boy, oh boy, I can't say this word. Saying of the soldering, it is good, and he fastens it with nails, so that it will not totter. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, descendants of Abraham, my friend, you whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called from its remotest parts, and said to you, you are my servant, I have chosen you and have not rejected you. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will also help you. I will also uphold you with my righteous right hand. And behold, all those who are angered at you will be shamed and dishonored. Those who contend with you will be as nothing and will perish. You will seek those who quarrel with you, but will not find them. Those who war with you will be as nothing and non-existent. For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand. Who says to you, do not fear, I will help you. Do not fear, you worm, Jacob. You people of Israel, I will help you, declares the Lord, and your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. Behold, I turned you into a new sharp threshing sledge with double edges. You will thresh the mountains and pulverize them and make the hills like chaff. You will winnow them 
and the wind will carry them away and the storm will scatter them. But you will rejoice in the Lord and you will boast in the Holy One of Israel. The poor and needy are seeking water, but there is none, and their tongues are parched with thirst. I, the Lord, will answer them myself. As the God of Israel, I will not abandon them. I will open rivers on the bare heights and springs in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land fountains of water. I will put the cedars in the wilderness, the acacia, the myrtle, and the olive tree. I will place the juniper in the desert and together with the elm tree and the cypress so that they may see and recognize and consider and gain insight as well that the hand of the Lord has done this and the Holy One of Israel has created it. Present your case. The Lord says, bring forward your evidence. The king of Jacob says, let them bring them forward and declare to us what is going to take place. As for the former events, declare what they were so that we may consider them and know their outcome or announce to us what is coming. Declare the things that are going to come afterwards so that we may know that you are God's indeed do good or evil that we may be afraid or fear together. Behold, you are less than nothing, and your work is less than nothing. He who chooses you is an abomination. I have put one from the north into motion, and he has come. From the rising of the sun, he will call on my name, and he will come upon rulers as upon mortar, as the potter treads on clay, who has declared this from the beginning that we might know, or from former times that we may say, he is right. There was no one at at all who declared. There was no one at all who proclaimed. There was no one at all who heard your words. Previously I said, Zion, behold, here they are. And to Jerusalem I will give a messenger of good news. But when I look, there is no one, and there is no counselor among them who, if I ask, can give an answer. And behold, all of them are false, and their works are nothing, and their cast metal images are wind and emptiness. And that is the full reading of Isaiah chapter 41, verses 1 through 29. So, give me one brief moment real quick while I just say something to my daughter. Hold on one second. Okay, sorry about that. <clears throat> so, um, let me take a sip of water here. That was, for some reason, that was a lot of little throat. Okay, it's a little dry in the house today. So, Isaiah 41, what kind of lessons did we take from this text? Well, let's see, what, were we, what was this text actually talking about? It was talking about making a God, little g. So, in contrast to Israel... God describes a people who encourage each other to create idols. See, in those days, they were often there. There were often statutes that were um, that were worshipped, and they had no power of their own, for they were the creation of man. Now, consider this for a second. Now, is there a difference between a fictional character and an idol? Obviously, Buddha was a real person. Sherlock Holmes was not. But yet Buddha was a worship, was, you know, Bo but yet Buddha, who is worshipped, is a fictitious character. And he has been attributed qualities that he simply did not possess as well as had a whole worldview created around them. Now, Nirvana is nothing more than the figment of the human imagination. Now, in afterlife, when all you will do is think and never move is purely imaginative and it has no basis on experience for no one from that religion has returned from the dead to tell us how it is. There is no transcendental evidence that no one has reached nirvana and transcended into a purely spiritual being. Now, no one has heard from Buddha since he died either. And he has not proven that he had any divine powers in life. And now that he's dead and has not intervened in human history to display his authority should be very telling. Now, obviously, 
Now, the Lord, however, though, has throughout time made plain his existence. The flood, the plague of Egypt, the plagues, I should say, not the plague, but the plagues of Egypt, plural, the parting of the Red Sea, and the supernatural survival of the Jewish nation are all facts that no one can disprove. In fact, people do not deny that Jesus even lived. They just deny his divinity. But unlike Buddha, Jesus has proven his divinity, and you can literally talk to and feel a living Jesus within your soul, but you cannot reach Buddha. He's dead. And so people choose to follow a god, little g, that has been created by man's imagination, given qualities that someone... You know so, that someone images uh, imagines a god that should have her attributing spiritual truths about life and the afterlife that seem appealing to that person, but God is not created; He is just simply the Creator. He informs us of truth, proving His sovereignty through His intervention in human history. And why believe in a created imaginary god, which, by the way, again, created by man when there is an actual living real God that has always been and always was. So as we look at verse 1, continuing from chapter 40, God commands his people to be silent before him. In stillness, one can be renewed by the Spirit of God. And he desires one to shut out the world and draw near to him, and to enter into judgment is to reach a conclusion about a matter be it the state of you know someone's soul or issues in someone's life, God desires us to be reconciled to him. And so as encouragement for people to draw near to him, God reminds man of his ability to exalt and save. So when God is on one side, one's enemies have to flee. And we see this time and time and again displayed in many stories throughout the Bible. Not just throughout the Bible, but even through occurrences in real-life situations that still occur today. Now, as we kind of go through verses 5 through 7, when God exalts his people, it is a witness to all the world of his power and authority. Considering the contrast to follow, the workmen of these verses are not working for the Lord, but instead, this is a description of those who make graven images and have to hammer their gods in place so that they do not move. Now, in verses 8 through 13, we have to point out here that the Jews are are special. The line of Abraham is the only peoples ever to be given the promise of God's blessing on those who blessed them and God's curse on those who cursed them. So when one is born again, one is grafted into Israel and thus made a joint heir to the promise. And so even though the Jews are made special people, they are still worms compared to God. And you can compare that with Psalm uh, verse 22, verse 6, and Mark chapter 9, verses 43 through 44. God will enable his believers to beat down mountains. And it's noteworthy to say that God will be performing these things. Man does not have the ability to accomplish the work of salvation. One has complete victory in God when one accepts his salvation or her salvation, and one is able to scatter one's enemies like chaff in the wind. These enemies are not other humans, but spiritual enemies. That's what we're seeing trying to take over this nation, try to take over this world. And so as we look at verses 17 through 20, God delights in not only meeting the needs of others, but also in meeting them over abundantly. And he likes to take what could not possibly amount to anything and cause it to grow. And this display of grace is a witness to all that he created the world and desires to see it thrive. You see, God challenges the idols made by man to do the things that he is capable of doing. See, people today understand that a tree cannot possibly create new things. It can't tell the secrets of the past, and it definitely can't proclaim the future. Why? Because it's just a tree. 
God created that tree, but that tree is not a God. God decrees that if it could do such things, then it could be a God. But of course, a tree is just a tree. A statue is just a statue. And those who choose to worship idols have turned from the one who is able to do all things and accepted something that can't do anything. So choosing to believe in nonsense, they are, in essence, an abomination to God. I mean, for crying out loud, they might as well just believe in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny for crying out loud. And so in response to man's idolatry, God will raise up a destroyer who will conquer the mighty as if they are nothing. And as we kind of look at the last few verses of this chapter, God repeats his challenge to the idols and finds that they cannot answer him. Well, golly, I wonder why that is. So being man's creation and having no life of their own, no statue can defend itself to God. And further, the worshipers and wise men who follow these false gods cannot meet God's challenge. So in short, no one but God can see the future and proclaim righteousness. Let me repeat that. No one but God can see the future and proclaim righteousness. I feel like that needs it a third time because everything needs to be done in threes. Again, no one but God can see the future and proclaim righteousness. And so to trust in anything else for guidance is confusion and pointless. Hence why this show is called the debased matrix confusion. So, we're going to get further into that discussion just right after this short break. You are tuned in to the His Hardline Podcast. We will be right back after this short break. We will be right back after this short break. Okay, we are back. Now, before we get into the uh, topic of the discussion here today, <clears throat> so I wanted to kind of address this because this is important because, again, the first thing, that, you know, like I said, we're going to realign this year on the show, and, the, you know, I'm going to try to keep it more God-related, Jesus-related as far as the topics of discussion. Um, obviously, you know, health-related as well, um, different little subjects like that. We'll get into, like, you know, natural healing and stuff like that because I'll tell you what, my wife cured me up real quick with some of the natural remedies that she had, you know, researched. You know, sometimes when I get a cold, especially the one that I got, usually the last two to three weeks, she got, she helped me get this thing knocked out in like, I'm not even kidding, five days, four or five days. And uh, my daughter, same thing. She started getting sick and uh, with elderberry and I forgot there's a few other things. My wife was able to get that nipped in the bud in like two, three days. Boom. Daughter was better again. So, yeah, you know, so we're, we're, we're going to, Keep our realignment steady with, again, topics about God, Jesus Christ, natural remedies, and um, and then the assembly, because that is the the biggest thing that we need to really have our focal point on uh, second uh, to God, of course, because God's got to come before all things. So somebody asked a question on Telegram. Um, I'm, I wish he was here because then she would hear the answer, too. Um, but I'm going to read it on the air. It's our, she actually listens quite frequently. I'm surprised she's not here. Rita. Um, so she posted a question. Let me find it here. You would think I'd be a little bit more organized, but I'm not. Wow. I did have it. Please wait for your next available representative while I find my comment section here. Hold on, guys. Where is it at? Do, 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 do. Hmm. Oh, there it is. It was a separate message. It wasn't under a comment. My Lord. All right. So she asked this. <clears throat> she says, I have a question about Michigan. Why is Whitmer still governor? It's a very valid question. 
what can the assembly do now that your state is a de jure state, a de jure government? As I am recruiting people here in California, I want to be able to encourage people what is happening in Michigan. Thank you, Jason, for always helping us out here to learn. And God bless you and your precious family. So, so first off, I had to, I wanted to consult Destry on this because I wanted to make sure that I was getting my information. I, I was, I was understanding this properly because remember, ladies and gentlemen, just like you, I'm still trying to retain this knowledge and this information. And sometimes I forget if I don't read it enough, it takes a little bit for my gray matter to retain information. So just let me put that out there. Remember, I am not the expert. Okay. I'm just simply the guy who likes to read and then reverberate and, and put in audio format what I read and kind of add my own little in, you know, input and two cents to it. So I asked him, let me find it. I asked him, I said, Hey, help me remember something. I said, what did it take for Michigan and Alaska to become settled states? I'm struggling to remember. <clears throat> so basically what he was saying, he says, Michigan duplicated history. So originally it became a state with only seven counties and then the rest of Michigan was considered just a territory. So when we resettled it, uh, they, the resettlement with eight counties and the rest of it became a uh, Michela Mackinac territory with its own assembly. And so that would basically cover all of Michigan uh, by a jury. He said, now with Alaska, Alaska had no counties. They were just boroughs, if I recall correctly. He said, so therefore, a grand jury of 25 plus alternates was able to settle Alaska and the counties will come later. So then I said, and again, I'm just giving you the clarification here and my, you know, my correspondence here, because this is important. People need to know this and I need to remember. I said, so, OK, so basically to answer her, her question. So with Whitmer. So. Yes, we do have a, a declaration of being a de jure state, but we got to remember we're still in interim status. Now, how we become uh, how we come out of interim status? See, becoming coming out of interim status and having a declaration of being a de jure state are two totally different things. As long as we're still in interim status, it's just like the fake Biden regime that we have in D.C. Um, they're there. They exist in that corporate structure. Um, yeah, they're a joke. It's a big clown show. But um, until we get the numbers that we need. So in this case, to answer Rita's question, just Michigan alone, if we were to boot Witless out, we would need 75% of our counties settled with... Um, assembled with uh, petite grand juries. Now we have 83 counties, so we would need 75% of 83 counties. And so again, like you said, the declaration of a de jure state and the ability to come out of interim status are two totally different things. Basically, there must be a representative for every 22,000 people. Excuse me, a petite jury, not a petite grand jury, a petite jury in, in the county. I always keep wanting to say grand jury, but a petite jury in a county. Thank you for the correction, Mr. Destry. Appreciate that. That's why I like having him and a few others on here that are well-versed in this. But yeah, so basically there must be a representative for every 22,000 people. So you can imagine there is many, you know, there's a lot more people in Michigan today than what existed back in 1835 since the, you know, since the, the, the um, start of the state. So to answer your question, Rita, that is why Whitler, I'm going to call her for her real name because she does have a name no matter how I feel about her. But that is why Gretchen Whitmer is perceivably, not lawfully, but perceivably still the governor of Michigan. And until we get 75% of our counties, unfortunately, she still remains. Now, I will say this. 
and I'm not going to say who told me because, and, and I know, I know, I know whenever people say, oh, well, I have a source, but I can't say the name. You guys know who this individual is. You've heard this individual on the show, but again, I'm not going to say the name, but the, Whitmer has been replaced two years ago. Okay. The switch has happened just like uh, Ron DeSantis in Florida, that governor. You're not looking at the real Ron DeSantis down there, just like Biden. You're, and I think a lot of you know by now that Biden is not the real Biden. In fact, I think I just saw another picture. They, they were, there was a joke on, on TikTok saying, oh, hey, look, another Biden just dropped. There's another image of Biden. Completely looks different from all the other uh, doppelgangers that are out there. But perceivably for the rest of the normies out there and the people that are still asleep and the people that are not really aware of really what's going on, perceivably, that is why we can't do anything as an assembly. And the same thing with uh, with Alaska. Yes, they got, you know, uh, Governor Dunleavy up there, which he's not really a governor. I mean, let's call him for what he is. He's a services contract administrator or contract services administrator. I forgot. I always get those words flip flopped. And yes, Dunleavy is very familiar and knows about the Alaska Assembly. But again, there it is, services contract. There it is, services contract administrator. I, I thought so. See, Yeah. Okay, thank you for that. But again, we can't do anything until we get the numbers on our side. We have to get the numbers on our side. Again, strength in numbers. Pretty sure my wife has a podcast on that, Strength in Numbers. Which, by the way, she needs to get that started up again. Okay. So I hope that answers the question for her when she, you know, listens to this in the replay. Speaking of um, the de facto, here's something I wanted to play real quick. This was interesting. So there was a, a say now, uh, what, new newly elected, selected whatever you want to call it, representatives in the de facto corporate system. They're, you know, uh, getting themselves settled in. I don't know who this congresswoman was, but she did a quick 15-second TikTok. And what's interesting is what she says. Now, in the video, I'll just paint the picture for you real quick. In the video, there are people um, that look like, you know, either security guards or staff of some sort, right, ripping out and uninstalling the Metal detectors. And now she doesn't say metal detectors in the video, but just so you know what she's talking about, she's talking about the metal detectors. Let's listen to this clip real quick. When I arrived in Congress two years ago, Nancy Pelosi put this hunk of garbage outside of the House chambers for members of Congress to go through. Today, they are being removed, and we are turning Pelosi's house back into the people's house. Congress we are turning Pelosi's house back into the people's house. That is beautiful. We are turning Pelosi's house back into the people's house. Which, by the way, where is Pelosi? In fact, where is Bernie Sanders? We haven't heard him, our favorite dude, Bernie. Where's Bernie? Where's Elizabeth Warren? Where's George Bush Jr.? Hmm? Where are they? Where's Nipple Rings Andrew Cuomo, the godfather governor, former governor of New York? Where's our Cuomo? Where's our buddy Cuomo? Where is he? And his brother. His fake new CNN anchor brother. Where is he at? Where's Chris? Where are the Cuomo brothers? Are they down in Gitmo sharing a cell together? Hmm? Where are they? It's like playing where, Where's Waldo. Where are they? I think I know where they're at, just like Whitmer. Mm-hmm. Back to that NFL player, just kind of a little sidestep for a second. This is interesting because we're seeing this happen with more uh, athletes. But listen to this guy's reaction. This guy's reaction is kind of a little bit funny, but the story itself is not. But, but, but seriously, I mean, the guy nails it right in the head. I mean, he's like, wake up, people. 
as soon as we get them. Are we really watching players like like? Are we really watching athletes just drop like flies just on live TV now? Like that, and it's normal. Everyone's just it, this is normal. Okay, I don't think I've ever. I have you ever seen this? I mean, um, this is weird. Okay, so praying for the player, praying for every all athletes who have been dropping like flies lately. So it's time to wake up. Wake up. Everyone needs to wake up. Fight back. All right. Have a good one. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I don't know what's funny about if it's him tapping, like bumping his phone to his forehead as he's telling people to wake up. Or him going, so this is normal, huh? Okay. I don't know. The guy, it, it, that guy was a character, but he's right. When are people going to start figuring out that this is not normal? You got news people and journalists that are dropping dead. You got athletes that are dropping dead. We're seeing higher aggression levels and road rage incidents ever increasing more than we've ever seen before. We're seeing more accidents occur. We're seeing so much take place. We're seeing, uh, I mean, it's it's insanity. It it really is kind of insanity to, to to see what's going on now. Now back to the original topic, which is a debased matrix confusion. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that video. Destry sent me this video. <laughs> he was saying roadkill looter, looters of FedEx trucks. I mean, really, it seems like we're in World War Z, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not even kidding. This feels like we're in World War Z. And these people, unfortunately, are just a bunch of zombies. But people don't want to see this. They don't want to accept the reality that these things are taking place. Now, fortunately, like we have people in our family who sadly, yes, they got the jab, but they are seeing things for what they are. And no, I don't think they're getting any boosters going forward. And in fact, it was on my wife's side of the family. Um, her aunt was saying, she goes, Fauci needs to go to prison. And I cannot believe this country listened to him. And, and, and she, you know, her including. She's pissed. And rightfully so. She is somebody who figured it out. Sadly, a little too late. But fortunately, it doesn't seem like, um, and they've got, they've had the jab for quite some time. So, um, you know, prayers up and fingers crossed. I hope and it doesn't seem like they'll, uh, you know, have anything, you know, to deal with as far as that goes. I mean, they seem to be in pretty steady, good health. So that's good. Um, but people are starting to wake up to this. As people start realizing and paying attention to their world. Like, for example. Um, well, I'm not going to give. Just, there's so many different things. There's, there's actually many examples. But as people start asking questions and using critical thought, people are starting to wonder, wait a minute, how is this even being allowed? Or how did I miss this? Like people are starting to, I think you, what, what is it? What, 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 is, uh, what does it say in the Bible? The veil is being lifted, right? God is lifting that veil. And he's allowing people to have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. I think we're going to about to approach a time here at some point this year where the reveals are about to get ramped up to a level so high that I think this is going to be the year. And again, this is Jason Jones speaking. This is just my opinion. This is not fact. I'm not prophesying anything, but this is my opinion. 
I think this might be that year where people like you and I are going to be needed to help people in mass as they start waking up out of this trance and this spell that they've been under for all these decades through the mainstream media and through Hollywood and through the music industry and through the poison foods. As people start waking up and realizing what's going on, people like you and I are going to have to be relied upon on behalf of God to help these people um, sift through these through their shattered reality. Like Ron was saying right here in the chat, some people will not be able to understand. Destry was saying, even the blind will see. Jesus restored vision. Maybe not talking about eyeballs, but maybe he was talking about the truth of what things really are. I was listening to an interesting interview conversation that uh, Scott on Bards FM was having with, uh, who was it, Dr. Oh, who was it? Not Carrie Midday, Dr. Um, oh, the name is drawing a blank, not Tenpenny. It'll come to me, but um, a very uh, well-known doctor. Um, and she was even saying, she goes, I believe that, yes, we are in this thing that a lot of people call the matrix. Now, are we directly plugged in somewhere, somewhere else, like you see in the actual matrix movie where we have like a body in this little pod, right? With a bunch of cables hooked up to us. And then once you wake up and then, you know, the cables snap off you and then you go flushing down the, the pod toilet. And then all of a sudden you're in some spaceship. No. But if you think about it, because of the trance that they've put us under and the spells, because let's face it, yes, they're Satan, they're Satanists, they're evil, demonic, you know, mints, but let's also face facts. They're sorcerers and they're witches. And yes, they are good at casting spells and getting us to be lulled to sleep. Whether it's through poison food or geoengineering and chemtrail spraying or um brainwashing manipulation through you know the media mk ultra you know i mean look at uh, operation mockingbird i mean look at all these different operations that our cia conducted let's listen to this quick sound piece it's called the secret of the matrix here's what they don't want you to know about the matrix is if they never let anybody escape if they never gave anybody hope then the matrix would crumble so here's what happens when you go gambling did you know that the lucky number 13 is 13 for a reason because casinos only allow 13 percent of individuals to actually win anything that means 87 percent are actually just paying money into the slot machines just to pay the casino but they have to let you think that there's a chance to win or that there's a chance to escape Guess what's similar to this? The stock market. The stock market only pays out 13.5% of those who invest. So this is actually what's known as the Stockdale Paradox. And the Stockdale Paradox is basically there were these prisoners of war. I can't remember what war it is. You can look it up. It's history. But um, they were stuck in this prison encampment. And there were those who faced their situation. They were, were real about it. And they're like, okay, well, whenever I get out, I get out. If I don't, okay. But then there were those who didn't get out. And the reason they didn't get out was because they were optimists. And they would say to themselves, oh, I'm going to get out by Easter. Oh, I'm going to get out by Christmas. And they never did. So the problem was they died of a broken heart because they always thought that there was hope on the other side and then there wasn't. And they became so disappointed by their situation that they couldn't handle it. So that's the problem we are seeing being stuck in the matrix is that people keep grasping to get out of this crab bowl and they're boiling alive because nobody's able to actually get out of it, but they think they can. Here's what they don't want you to know about the matrix is. Yeah. Um, I didn't know who that was. Angel Eyes here was saying that uh, that is Liz Crokin, and she's a journalist. Yeah, I tell you, she definitely does sound like a great journalist. Um, but that's exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to, you know, um, they're, they're trying to wear us down, get our hopes up, and then, you know, and then they start um, diminishing our hopes. 
you know, it's this constant up and down, up and down emotional roller coaster. We think that we got it figured out. We think stuff is going to get taken care of. We think that there's light at the end of the tunnel. And then all of a sudden, poof, all of a sudden something drops. And then it just causes us to be like, oh, man, I thought the white hats were in control. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, 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 nice. The white hats are in control. Yes, military is going to come in. Woo, woo. And then all of a sudden something happens. And then people are like, oh, I thought the white hats were in control. And then something else happens and then disappointment and then something, you know, something else happens, get you excited. And then disappointment, you see how that game is played. That's how they do it to get you worn down. That's why it's very important to really watch who you listen to. Ask God for that discernment. Why do you think I went from listening to 22, 23, 24 different voices out there to like one or two? I don't listen to hardly anything anymore just for that very reason, because I fell in that same trap. I'm not exempt. I fell in that same exact, exact trap. Up and down emotional roller coaster, up and down, up and down. No, that is why I wanted to realign starting this year. Keep God first, Jesus Christ in your heart, and focus on the assembly of states, because that's the only way we fix this. That's the only way forward. Here's another piece that just, I about rolled my eyes so far back, I thought I'd lose them. Listen to this gender-confused individual. <laughs> Let's see if it plays. It probably won't play. This is the audio I had a hard time playing. Yeah, it's not going to play. Never mind. Just kidding. April Fool's. That won't play. But what I know will play is this. So listen to this audio piece. It's Candace Owens talking about how Cambridge redefined what the definition of a woman is. Get a listen to this. This is so stupid. Cambridge Dictionary has officially changed the definition of man and woman. They could update. We knew that this was coming and it has officially arrived now. The definition of a woman now states an adult who lives and identifies as female, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. I'm sorry, what? You just actually eradicated women. You just said you're no longer, there's nothing different or special about you. Now a person can put on heels and say they're a woman and they're the exact same person as you. Where on earth are the feminists? The feminists that were, where are the people that showed up at the Brett Kavanaugh hearing, right, and told us that him being confirmed would set women's rights back. The Yale University that bust down all the women who were screaming outside of the courthouse that were interrupting his confirmation process. Where are all of those rabid women now? Cambridge Dictionary. Yeah, so according to my Noah Webster's 1828 dictionary, I typed in woman. Let's see what it says here. Hold on. At least I thought I did. Woman. The female of the human race grown to adult years. And it continues to say right here. Well, of course, woman. It's a noun. And the plural for woman is women. And it's a compound of womb, like W-O-M-B, womb, and man. You're a woman if you have a womb, meaning you're able to bear a child. See, men can't bear children. So that's what my diction, you know, dictionary says. Let's see what women says. Let's see what the definition of women is in the Noah Webster's 1828 dictionary. See, of course, you know, noun, plural of woman. But it is supposed that the word we pronounce is from Sax Wiffman and therefore should be written as Wyman, W-I-M-E-N. Interesting. But I'm pretty certain that whatever Candace Owens, or I shouldn't say Candace Owens, but whatever Cambridge decided to uh, change the definition of woman to is definitely not what's in the Noah Webster's 1828 dictionary. Sidebar. 
completely unrelated to what we're talking about. Unicorns exist, by the way. They're real. <laughs> How's that for a little Matrix confusion? <laughs> Unicorns exist. Did you know that, ladies and gentlemen? If you go, hold on. All right. We need to end this with a little bit of laughter, okay? Because there is so much stupidity in the world. Zero in Michigan. Don't slap your, don't give me a slap your face emoji. Hold on a second. Hear me out before you guys start thinking I'm nuts. So if you go to website, <laughs> I knew this would get people crazy. If you go to Webster's Dictionary, 1828.com, type in rhino, rhino or rhinoceros. All right. Type in rhinoceros. It says, a genus of quadrupeds of two species, one of which, the unicorn, as a single horn growing almost erect from the nose, this animal, when full grown, is said to be 12 feet in length. There is another species with two horns, the bicornus, and they are native of Asia and Africa. Boom! Unicorns exist. <laughs> And so, hold on. And then I'm going to type in unicorn in, in the dictionary search bar here. Unicorn. See what it says. It's three definitions, actually. It's a noun. Latin is unicornus, unus, one, and cornu, horn. First definition, an animal with one horn. The monoceros, this name is often applied to the rhinoceros. Definition two, the sea unicorn is a fish of the whale kind called Norwal, and it's remarkable for a horn growing out of out at his nose. And then the third definition of unicorn is a fowl. Fossil unicorn or fossil unicorn's horn, a substance used in medicine, a terrine, crustaceous spar so there you have it ladies and gentlemen unicorns are indeed real and no that's not fake news you could fact check that <laughs> oh you know i had to do it oh my goodness oh oh and somebody enlightened me on telegram too um because i was caught up in this whole spelling rule you know the whole i before e except after c nonsense and I start thinking about it. I'm like, well, wait a minute. I before E except after C. But what about words like weird? Spelled W-E-I-R-D. Weird. And then somebody posted it. The definition of weird. This is interesting. Speaking of witchcraft, it weird means it's an adjective of being skilled in witchcraft. That's the definition of being weird. Zero Michigan says, I like to see one. Are you talking about a rhino or a weirdo? Wait, a friend. Wait, Raccoon Six says, a friend of mine has a cow born with one horn. Huh. Well, that poor little cow is going to get picked on in the barn by all the other cows. <laughs> if you want to see a unicorn, you need to go to the Detroit Zoo. I'm sure they got one over there. If not, maybe. Uh, I don't know, Chicago's might, might have one. <laughs> so anyway, so there's a little bit of matrix confusion there for you. I bet you did not realize that unicorns are actually a real thing. They're just not in the form of, well, welcome to the party, Rita. Holy cow, we are just about to the end, and now you want to show up. I even answered your question live on the air for you too. The one that you posted uh, in the message about um, about you know what's going on with Whitmer and all that stuff. So I'll just let you go back and listen to the replay. <laughs> I did, I did, I did answer that for you. So, anyways, and I just dropped a truth bomb here. By the way, Rita, I said unicorns are real. <laughs> anyway. You'll understand when you listen to the replay. <laughs> so let's, uh, man, I'm really disappointed that this one audio piece didn't play because this one was actually a doozy for you. 
But anyway, I guess let's uh, let's end this with a prayer, shall we? Because I just can't take too much of this uh, matrix confusion anymore. I'm just <laughs> we need some Jesus. All right. <laughs> All right. And I'm going to do it without the music because I've been noticing when I listen to the playback uh, for some reason, I don't know what's going on with Podbean and the audio. But whenever uh, I, you know, I noticed in the last audio um, that I played while doing the prayer, my audio, the vocals were fading in and out behind the music. So I don't know what's going on there. So, of course, you know, like anything else, Podbean wants to keep throwing more issues at my way. So whatever. All right. So, Heavenly Father, we want to say thank you so very much for another day of life and good health. And thank you for all the many blessings that you bring to us. And we ask that you continuously guide us and be the light in our life, show us the way in which you need us to go. Help us figure out and discern all information that we take in, um, everything that we read, everything that we hear, everything that we see. Help us figure out what's nonsense, what's fluff, and what's solid. So please speak to us and help us figure all of that out because we really need that, especially in a time in this kind of war that we're in, this disinformation war, this, this war of deception. So we do pray and ask that you help guide us through this. Um, it is incredibly hard, incredibly difficult, but we know when we surrender our life 100% to you, we know that you have our back and you will help walk us through this. You will help us help guide us through the darkness. So with all of this, we pray in your holy son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And that is all I have for today. On this episode 407, I really do appreciate all of you joining us here. And um, I really, really do appreciate everybody coming here and listening live. Um, Leslie Liberty, she says, Leslie from Missouri here. I guess I missed the show. I'm an hour late. Darn it. I'll listen tomorrow morning when I, while I work. Don't feel bad. I, honestly, I don't ever catch shows on the lives. I just don't have that kind of time to try to catch live shows. I guess that's why I'm not a big TV watcher. I just, I don't have time for any of that. I'd rather pick it up on the download anyways and, and uh, listen on my own leisure. You know what I mean? Because if there's something that I, I, I hear that I was like, whoa, 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 I wonder what they said. I actually have the ability to rewind it. You know what I mean? So, but I do understand why people like to come to the lives because, you know, people like to engage in the live chat. It's fun. You know, I like to try to be very interactive here and, and, um, and Randy, I want to say thank you, by the way. And oh, you know, while we're while we're on a topic of Randy, if you want to order a cup, like a coffee mug or a travel tumbler, uh, my friend Randy, he is making them. They are rock solid. They're awesome. He has he can make keychains if you want, but his hardline coffee cups and mugs, just give him an email, uh, shoot him an email. It's um just crafting around and the number two at gmail.com. That's just J-U-S-T, Crafton, C-R-A-F-T-E-N, around, A-R-O-U-N-D, and the number two at gmail.com. And um, like I said, it's not something we're trying to get rich off. It's just trying to, you know, something to get the name, you know, the podcast out. So give him a, uh, give him an email, you know, give him a shout. And so uh, I really appreciate all of you being here and we will be back here. Uh, let me see here. We will have another show tomorrow. I can't guarantee it'll be live, but I will have a show tomorrow to drop for all of you. So until then or the next time, I hope you all have a great day. God bless, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, stay safe out there. Bye-bye. No longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead... We must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in here at His Heart Line. Really appreciate you. And don't forget to share this podcast with friends and family. Just copy the link, shoot it via text. You could share it on social media. I don't care if you got to put it up in smoke signals. Just get it out there. And don't forget to check out the website, www.hisheartline.com. 
and join us here every single day. We operate six out of the seven days a week. And remember, as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Don't forget, sovereignty itself is of course not subject to law, for it is the author and source of law. But in our system, while sovereign powers are delegated to the agencies of government, sovereignty itself remains with the people by whom and for whom all government exists and acts. We'll see you back here next time.